Welcome inside Generations Physical Therapy Studio here in Hurricane, West Virginia. This is episode 11 of Biscuits, Brews, and Ball podcast. I'm Jack Withler alongside Brian England. We're back in the studio. There's a song. 11's my favorite number. 11, your favorite number? Yeah, since I was a child. Was it your jersey number or something? Yep. Yeah? Yep. Well, Basketball? It's my son's jersey number, too. Did you play baseball? I did until seventh grade. Not very good, huh? No. Okay. I was terrible. <laughs> this ball was coming at me real fast, and I kept stepping out of the box and swinging, yeah. and just didn't work out. Scared of the ball? Did you get hit? When I was when I first started player pitch, I got beamed real bad. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a pretty tough guy. I just couldn't fit mentally figure it out. So yeah, had other passions. Baseball is a tough sport. Very tough. I mean, it's tough to adapt. Oh, whoa, watch out now. Whoa, 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 we're, 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 yeah. <laughs> Podcasting just got tough. <laughs> Coming at me. Um, I think we're all right here. Uh, so, but yeah, baseball is a tough sport. Yep. Um, it's a thinking man's game. Is what I always say. Got to. Think of what that pitcher is going to throw, and he's thinking, you know, other things. And yeah, so, but yeah, a lot of respect for baseball players. Um, we have this discussion all the time: what is the hardest sport, and uh, what <laughs> takes the most athleticism, or what yeah. takes the most skill? And it's got to be water polo for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one because <laughs> uh, you can't swim. Oh, I can swim great, and that's why. Oh, but I'm telling you, me swimming great by myself. Yeah. Is but then you throw three dudes on you trying to get a ball from you, and you That's just have to, I mean, trying there's no you. bottom. You're trying to drown. Trying yeah, to drown yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, it's not like you can just stand up in a pool. Right. There's, I mean, there's no bottom there. So, I mean, you, you talk about the, you know, the strength and yeah, what you got going on there. I think baseball wins the argument of the hardest sport to be good at because of how much skill it takes. Yeah. Physically strenuous, no, compared to no, others. No, I mean, but hardest, probably. Yeah, I mean because it's it's basically a game of failure. Yeah, I mean you succeed thirty percent of the time and you're great. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I mean even in basketball, which is a it's very skilled sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're shooting thirty percent from the field, you're not very good. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's um, you know thirty thirty percent at the plate is it's not bad. No, it's pretty you're, good. You're a Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, a lot of things going on. Um, sports world, high school sports is wrapped up. Uh, they just had their baseball tournament, state baseball tournament in Charleston. Softball tournament wrapped up last week. Uh, so things are getting into the summer swing now. Yeah. Um, three-week period coming up. Uh, some are starting tomorrow. Right. Uh, some next week and then later on others. So it's county by county, which every doesn't county, make sense to me. Every county decides. I think it's one of the one of the more poor decisions we've made mm-hmm. uh, in the state, I think, letting it be a county by county decision. Uh, because Canal County's in July. Um, okay. And Putnam County's in Cabell. I think Cabell's and Putnam's are in June. I know June thirteenth. I think. Yeah, that's what I, know, I know Putnam's is. Yeah. Um, you know, and then <clears throat> we're being, you know, we're bordering counties, so we also do things in the summer with other or states. You know, yeah. so um, can Ohio, we not get together and everybody say here this is where we're going to be? Yeah, 
Well, I'll talk because I heard that even next year maybe it's going to be school by school. Oh, really? Determination. My goodness, that's that could be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I heard. Now, well, uh, Kentucky is open right now. They they've been open uh, for a little bit, and then they can go all the way through June to the end of June. And okay. I talked to Randy Anderson, who's the head boys basketball coach at uh, Boyd County, Kentucky. And we were talking about that because um, I was asking him if he could bring his team over to our shootout. And he um, said he couldn't because it was out, outside of their window. But he we, he was talking about the the nonsense of having a three-week period in July, more or less, you know, from his standpoint in Kentucky. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's definitely uh, – Something that it, it would be nice if it was uniform, uh, yeah. just because it gives you an opportunity. Would it be better for compete. it to be in June? I, th- I think so. You know, like mid June. Well, just from a basketball standpoint, I could make an argument for actually most of the sports, but from a basketball standpoint, July is the live recruiting period uh, where a lot of you know higher level AAU tournaments are occurring, and yeah. college coaches are going to watch these right. AAU tournaments. So now, you know, if we do have a handful of players that are good enough to go to these tournaments and be seen. Now they're having, you know, they're going to go to that instead of the high school yeah. week period, you know, and yeah. I don't blame them. We're talking about their future, you know. And uh, so you're, you're looking at a conflict right there um, from a football standpoint. Well, football, any type of fall sports, soccer. Yeah. You're, you're, if you're in July. You're going th- three weeks right into a long season yeah. in the fall. So, yeah. and that's just, I and mean, we're talking about overuse, injury, lack of rest, you know, so. Uh, I understand why Canal County made the decision from a standpoint academically. They wanted to no conflicts with the summer school when, you know, mm-hmm. me of all people, I value that academic mindset. But um, athletically, I don't think it was the best decision. And um, I think it'll probably change, yep. you know, next yeah. year. But We'll see. Yep. Got a good show tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, it. Mr. Adam Williams. St. Albans native, uh, now coaching, just took the assistant coaching job at the Marshall Men's Basketball Program, so excited to have him. We'll have him after we take a break, but uh, what's been going on with your life? We haven't Uh, been in the studio forever. It's probably been about a month, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really glad to be back. Um, Well, we're... we're, um, Got soccer going, didn't you? Yeah. uh, my, My daughter finished up her... Last spring tournament in uh, Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh, just so happened that the Super Regional for softball. Uh, women's softball was going on, and University of Florida and Virginia Tech were playing three-game yeah. series, and it was pretty sweet because the fields were right beside the softball field. But did you get to go? Did not. Okay. Did not get to go. It was sold out, and tickets were pretty high, but uh, heard the roars. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, <clears throat> Virginia Tech did not uh, pull it out, which I was rooting for them, uh, mainly because we had a local girl Jamie playing. Bailey. Jamie Bailey on mm-hmm. the team, so – from hurricane so um but yeah we've been doing that and um just hustling with the businesses finished up school um just shut down we're shutting down the tap for a week due to renovations and um get some things going uh in preparation for yak fest which is coming up in and then also some some new exciting things coming in july that can't disclose yet so (laughs) on publicly anyways yeah so that's what we're doing. How about Yak, you? Yak Fest, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you are listening and you've never been, uh, you need to come check it out. Obviously, if you're into kayaking, uh, it coincides with Tour de Cole, which is one of the largest flat water kayaking events in the country. And we're excited to 
have Yakfest back on Main Street. It's great. It's a great weekend for the business. Uh, and just overall highlighting St. Albans, West Virginia, ten to fifteen thousand people, you know, come throughout the weekend, and yeah. just we have a big street festival. Bring your lawn chair, bring your lawn chair, and see the sights and the sounds, and you know, do the do the Yak Fest thing. So it's it's definitely something to check out if you've never done it. It's a cool event, it really is. And it reminds me of the old regatta mm-hmm. when it was in Charleston, but no, how do you think smaller. the new regatta is going to go? I don't know. Are you going to go? I'm too old. <laughs> to fight the crowd? <laughs> You'll come to Yakfest because you've got a oh. VIP seat. For well, Yakfest, you know, I can just roll up and bring yeah. my lawn chair. And yeah. I know where to go. And I, know, I know where my people are. That's right. So, but yeah, I don't know about the regatta. I don't yeah. know. Maybe if I lived in Charleston. Right. I might. I'd be interested to see. I know there's a lot of people that had fond memories of the regatta like you did yeah. i'm sure growing up well, that yeah. are interested to see if we it can be replicated so yeah. and i guess it depends on maybe what band is playing or something like that if i was interested yeah i may go but i also remember you know i had a lot of fond memories of the regatta but i also remember the amount of people and the way it was down right. there i mean it's just wall-to-wall people so hopefully it gets like that again because that was that was fun yeah um but yeah but me, um, I'm just relaxing, man. Finished up high school season. Yeah. Looking forward to a summer. Finished up the MEC season. Yeah. Um, yeah. College is done. So, you know, I'm an empty nester now. That's big. Yeah. How's that adjustment? I don't know yet. We're just kind of easing into it here in the last week. Uh, Parker's moved out. He yeah. lives in Fairmont now. Uh, Josiah's out, although yeah. he'll be back. Right. Um and of course, my oldest son's been been gone for a couple months now. So how's Marianne doing with it? Uh, Marianne is Jack Withers' wife, yeah. by the way, <laughs> the better half. You know why we call her Marianne? No, I don't. That's her name. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, <laughs> she's doing fine. I mean, yeah. she likes her space anyway. She oh, likes yeah. to chill and watch yeah. watch her programs on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, um, of course, this was my first day home from doing something for a while, and yeah. she sent me to. Kroger. God, <laughs> so I hate that. It's like punishment, especially <laughs> on a terrible. Sunday afternoon. I hate, yeah. I hate going to Kroger anyway. Yeah. but uh, So you mow the yard and you went to Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nice. As soon as I got done mowing the yard, I came inside. She's like, can you get a Kroger for me? I was like, I guess. So You're a good man. We love our wives. <laughs> yes, we do. Even though you messed up the first episode of this but anyway yeah she's forgiven me uh, i have a very forgiving wife so you do yeah it's great. she's forgiving me all right let's take a break and uh then we'll give adam a, a shout and all right get him on here and we'll talk with him when we come back on the biscuits brews and ball podcast Generations Physical Therapy Studio here in Hurricane, West Virginia. I almost said Huntington. 
Jack with O'Brien England here on the Biscuits, Brews, and Ball podcast. And on the line now, we have St. Albans native. And now he's the new assistant men's basketball coach down at Marshall University, Adam Williams. Adam, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Appreciate you joining us here. I know you're a busy guy right now, and you are in Huntington, and you say you're making spaghetti for just you. Yeah, man. It's a, uh, <laughs> living the bachelor life again right now. You know, <laughs> Back to uh, my wife and kids are down in Florida still, and uh, you know they're down there, and I don't have my wife here to help me out. And she's probably thinking, what do you mean help you out? You're not here helping me out with the kids. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, it's good. I'm just – I'm excited to be here whenever it all went down. I just – I thought, you know, i got to get up there as soon as I can to get started. Right. That's awesome. Uh, Just for the listeners here, we have uh, Coach Adam Williams. uh, Just a little background uh, for those that don't know. Uh, Like we said, Adam is a uh, St. Albans, West Virginia native and uh, former basketball player at the University of Kentucky and Marshall University and has had uh, a few coaching stops on his way up the ladder at uh, Marshall and West Virginia Tech and Central Florida, Longwood. Uh, He was the head coach at Salem University and also most recently the assistant coach at Stetson under Coach Donnie Jones and now – those of us back home here in West Virginia are super excited to have Adam at, back at Marshall. Uh, Coach, talk to us a little bit about uh, the process of you um, heading back home to be an assistant here uh, under Coach Dan Danantoni at Marshall. Yeah, man, it was um, very, very quick, a very fast process. Um, Coach Donnie Jones approached me when I, uh, I think it was a Wednesday morning and um, you know, I was doing, working in the office doing something and he walked in and shut the door and I'm like, oh man, what's going on? And <laughs> he says, uh, you know, he says, uh, just, you know, point blank, hey, Adam, I need to know if you would have interest in uh, going to Marshall to work for Coach Antoni, who's an assistant. And I said, well, well, coach, I mean, I don't mean to hurt your feelings or anything, but of course, I mean, absolutely, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. that's home and I played there and, you know, I played for him there. Right. And so. And he's like, oh, no, no, I, I want to help you and do what's best for you and your family. And he said, I just wanted to know if you have interest. I think Dan has some interest in you. And yeah. um, I just want to know, if, you know, if you want the job, I'm going to call Dan and tell him you're really interested. And this was a Wednesday afternoon. And by Thursday morning, you know, I was talking to Dan on the phone. And, um, you know, it was a pretty lengthy conversation. But at the end of it, he ended up offering me the job. And, and I took it on the spot there. And, um, you know, I think a lot of it had to do, to be honest with you, Dan and Donnie are pretty close friends right? Uh, in, in this business. And two guys that are West Virginia natives that have really climbed the ladder to as high as you can go. <laughs> right. And uh, I just think that there's a lot of mutual respect there and trust built between those two. And I, there's no doubt if it wasn't for Coach Jones that I don't, I don't think I'd have this opportunity. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome that you have uh, two guys there that you – are going to you've worked for and going to be worked for that have that kind of relationship that they care enough about you to to try to help you you know make the best decision for you and your career and your family so i think that's that's pretty awesome man yeah well i think you know the sign of not not only a good coach but a great person you know obviously going into this time of the summer with recruiting right around the window 
whether I'm awesome at my job or not very good at my job, you don't want to lose an assistant at that point in the summer. Right. And uh, I just think it shows the amount of selflessness and and how Coach Jones cares about those who have been around him to yeah. want to help. You know, and so, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really lucky. And, you know, I, I know Dan a, a little bit. Uh, I, don't, I don't know Coach uh, as well as I know Coach Jones, obviously, but you can talk to anybody that's ever worked for this guy. I mean, it's just – praise after praise after praise and, and right. just how good of a person he is and really the biggest thing with him is not only his intelligence as a coach but the perspective he has on life and keeping things you know what's first first right that's awesome uh before we get into more about your uh, new stop here at marshall uh just tell me what, what did you take from your time with donnie like if you could if you could just encapsulate it with you know a short statement like what did what if you when you're thinking about it right here, you know, today? What what did you take from your time with Donnie Jones, um, you know, as a coach, playing for him and, and and coaching with him? Yeah, I think just the the everyday approach. You know, Donnie's a consistent guy, and every day he walks in, and, and no matter what's going on in his life or what has happened in the program, it's a hey, you know what? I'm positive. We're moving forward. The sky's yeah. never falling. It could always be worse. Uh, there's an issue. Okay, let's solve the problem. You know, it's right. never, all oh, the world is ending, but we don't know what we're going to do. All oh, this is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble. I don't know what's going to happen. It's always, there's a solution to the problem, not panic. Let's just find the solution. And he's such a positive energy guy. Right. And I think that outlook of coming into the office every day, that, that rubs off on your staff. Yep. And so if you're a guy that comes in and the sky's falling every day and it's the end of the world every time something comes up, it's a little problem. That's, you know, as, as Coach Jones likes to say, that's being an energy vampire. He uses that oh, yeah. term out of, a, out of a John Gordon book. Yeah. And um, Coach Jones is like the anti-energy vampire. He just he gives energy to everybody else. And really, when things maybe aren't going as well, that's kind of the lesson is, you know what? It can always be worse, man. Let's solve this problem. It's not the end of the world. And uh, having that everyday approach because, you know, basketball, just like any other job, there's ups and downs and wins yeah. and losses. And, you know, you kind of got to stay even keel to really push forward and be successful. Right. Hey, Adam, um, you, you talked about how quick turnaround this was for you. And uh, was the decision easier because it's Marshall and, and you're familiar with the area and the people there? And, of course, back home close to your family? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even, not even close. I mean, it was – that was, you know, that made it a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, I've, I've told people this. I'll tell you guys, you know, I wasn't just going to take any job. Donnie, working for Coach Donnie Jones is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I mean, now he's another guy that, you know, I know I've talked a lot about him, but I just think really highly of him as a human being and as a coach. And, you know, I just wouldn't want to go leave a good situation. Like, well, you know, why mess with happiness? You've heard yeah. that, that statement before. Right. And so, you know, the fact that it was Marshall and that, my dad played here. My sister played here. You know, my wife's an alum. It's just kind of one of those no-brainers. Like, I was going to Marshall. And then the fact that one of the best offensive coaches in the, in the country is there to learn from and, and hopefully me do my job and help him, it, it was just like, you know, the cherry on top. Yep. That's awesome. So, I know, uh, obviously, you're going to step right in and, and contribute on the recruiting front, I'm sure. Um just a little bit different topic here, but what are some of the qualities that you look for when you're recruiting 
as a college basketball coach at the D1 level, uh, specifically now that you're at Marshall, I know system matters. So um, you're going to be looking for the guys that, you know, the kind of player that Dan wants in a system. And But, but you personally, just overall, um, your philosophy in recruiting, like what are you looking for as a coach? You know, I think, you know, the two biggest things, and, you know, Dan, one of Dan's biggest things and is, I know this, I haven't even had a chance to sit down and talk with him, but the whole staff reverberates this and is consistent. He wants a guy to love Marshall University. He wants a guy that has, has been recruited here, and they want to come to Marshall not because they're trying to get to the NBA in a year or not because they're trying to, you know, do them and I'm more important than the program. He wants a guy that sees Marshall as a great opportunity to be part of a brotherhood and comes here because they love it. So I know that Coach D'Antoni likes that. As far as what you're looking for, you know, I think uh, maybe not generically, but sort of generically speaking, from my standpoint, I mean, number one, you got to be talented. Let's face yeah. it, that's the, the number one most important thing. You have to have the skill set to be able to impact the division one level. Yeah. And so for us here, you know, dribble, pass, and shoot, skill set. And athleticism is great, but, you know, that's what they have track and field for. The guys that can run fast and jump high can't <laughs> yeah. play basketball. Yeah. You know, go, go run track. you gotta, you got to have the skill set. And then I think just right behind that, if not equally to that, is, you know, you have to love to play. Mm-hmm. I absolutely eat you up when you don't play well. You know, you, you just can't wait to get back out on the floor no matter what. You have to love the game of basketball to play at the college level and be a good player. Right. <laughs> Because there's just too many ups and downs, and you know, in high school, for most of these guys, every day was a good day. You know, you didn't have many bad games. Right. You know, you, you just didn't, and that's more fun. You know, I mean, I was more of a, a scorer when I was in high school, and that was a heck of a lot more fun than just going out and just playing a regular role in college. But I loved to play, so I enjoyed it. Right. And I, does that make sense? Oh, and yeah, so, for sure. I, I I think those are the two biggest things: the skill set with talent. And, and then loving to play yeah. character and things, you know, we're, we're character, character program. I think he's walking down a hallway or something on us. <laughs> you guys there? Yeah, yeah there I'm you go. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. You know, to your point there, um, I was talking to TJ Douglas about this the other day. Um, and we were talking about like just the things that you have to do, especially when you're, maybe not the most athletic, um, you know, a uh, player on the court and other things that you have to do to kind of separate yourself. You know, we were talking about his career and just obviously he could shoot and there's a lot of kids that can shoot. Uh, but, you know, if he wasn't able to defend uh, the way that, you know, coach wanted them to defend, and he wasn't going to have a spot on the court. You know, he wasn't going to have that scholarship that he ended up getting. So, uh, there's a lot of little things I think that you have to do to separate yourself, you know, beyond even just talent. Because there's a lot of talented kids out there, especially at your level, you know, who's doing the little things. Uh, yeah, and, and those little things too, you know, like we tell kids that, that um, you know, this is really for the next level of kid, but these kids look and they, they think they want to be a pro player. And it's like, okay, that's great. You know, we all want to be pros and, and you might have an opportunity to be a pro, but understand. At that level, there's 10 to 20, 15 to 20 players in the entire world that are stars. LeBron, you know, Damian Lillard, you know, all those guys, Giannis, everybody else is a role player. They have to shoot it really well, defend their position, rebound, block shots, be a great communicator, whatever it may be. 
Right. And so you're really looking at the NBA, the highest level of basketball. It's 93 to 95% role players doing your role, whatever it is, all the little things. And then you have maybe the top 5% that just get to get in the game because they score the ball. And the reality is that trickles down. So maybe in college, it's not quite that high of a percentage, but it's, it's a very similar breakdown. Every team, you may have one or two guys that are big time scorers. Everybody else better play a role. You're not going to get, you're not going to get minutes. Right. Adam, I know your, your schedule's uh, going quick here and you just got into town and of course living a single life, but, uh, Take us into what uh, the next, uh, well, the next couple of months, your summer is looking like at, at Marshall. Yeah, we just, um, the, young, the freshmen got in today, excited to have them in and um, get them on campus and acclimated. And, you know, here before you know it, not this weekend coming up, but next we'll, uh, we'll be going out on the road for the first high school period. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's recruiting is right around the corner, man. And I know that um, the upperclassmen just left. As I was coming, they were going. They had been here working out. And so they're spending some time at home right now with their families and, and enjoying some time off. But um, they'll be back in, in late July, and we'll be getting cranked up again. Yep. Yeah, I know it's important to get those freshmen on campus as quickly as possible, get them in and start getting them in the system. So, yeah, that's that's really important there. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a, the biggest thing with the freshmen and any young man that's going to college, but especially a student athlete in any sport, is just that time management aspect and knowing, you know, when do I do my homework? When do I relax? When do I sleep? When do I eat? You know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times, man, you look at the clock and it's like, oh, shoot, I forgot to eat. It's 1 o'clock and we have practice at 2.30. <laughs> yeah. and, so, and so now guys get in practice and they're, like, exhausted. It's like, what, you okay, man? Yeah, coach, I forgot to eat or I didn't eat. And that yeah, sounds man. silly, but – you know, when you got that schedule of tutors and classes and weightlifting and all that, I mean, it sneaks up on you. So you yeah. really have to learn how to how to budget your time well as a freshman coming in, and that's something the summer really uh, gives these guys a, a, good, a good chance to get a jump on that. Right. So a uh, little change of subject here. Um, obviously, you went to college um, in Huntington, and your wife went to college in Huntington, and growing up, you visited Huntington. Uh, food is uh, a portion of this podcast that we like talking about, uh, food and beverage. But uh, what eatery are you most looking forward to visiting or frequenting now that you're back in Huntington? Maybe your comfort place. Gosh, you know what? I, I wish I could give you a good one, man, but it's been so long since I've been here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's this place has changed and grown because I haven't been in Huntington on a consistent basis since I was right. a graduate assistant in the, the 9 10 season. Gotcha. And so yeah. over a decade, yeah. you know, yeah. Like, like I'm down there and I'm talking about, you know, we used to love going to fat patties after the games and, mm-hmm. and the guys were like, yeah, well, you know, the guy that owns fat patties doesn't own fat patties anymore, but now he owns this other place down here. And I'm just like, what other place? And then they <laughs> yeah. tell me and I'm like, well, I never heard of that place. Yeah. You know, just stuff like that. That place know? is and good. So, yeah, I went yeah. the other day at Calamity yeah. Jays. It was really good. Yeah. Oh, I was impressed. And so, but yeah, I mean, I think um, I'm walking into this just like a guy that has uh, never been somewhere, even though mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time here. Yeah. And I'm telling our ops guy, Neil Skaggs, I'm like, shoot, man, take me everywhere. You know, <laughs> <laughs> where, where are we going today? You know, right. and, and so, you know, he and, uh, and Corny and Mark Klein and those guys, man, they, um, 
I'm kind of following their lead right now with the food, trying a little bit of everything, and I'll probably have an opinion in about two months. I got you. All right. Well, we'll check back in with you on that later on. So <laughs> you're making spaghetti tonight. Um, are you a? Do you put uh, the meat in your sauce or what? Just sauce? No, no, no I don't. My, my grandmother was born in Italy. Uh, my mom's mother, and so we don't we don't do the meat and the sauce. We okay. might do some meatballs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got but you. The meat and the sauce in the sauce is an American thing. You know, that's. Yeah. I always make fun of my buddies and say they're eating manwich. I got it. You know, yeah. and, so, and so I make the real sauce. I've been over this pot for about two and a half hours now. I don't do the canned stuff. But if yeah. I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right, you know? There you go. That's awesome. Well, Adam, I, we appreciate you uh, uh, joining us tonight. And uh, uh, good luck in everything you do down at Marshall. I'm glad to have you back here in West Virginia. No, I'm super excited. I appreciate you guys having me, and yep. love to have everybody come out to a herd game this year. A lot of faces I haven't seen in a long time that I look forward to see this year. And you can and you can take him out to eat somewhere afterwards. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Appreciate it again. Yes, guys. Thank All you. Right. Have a great night. You All right, too, you too, you. Adam. Right, bye, bye. There you go, Adam Williams, new assistant men's basketball coach at Marshall University. Yeah. Doesn't know where to eat yet. Doesn't know where to eat. <laughs> Things have changed. Yeah. Well, they have, you know. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it time flies. I didn't yeah. even register with me how long it's been since he's been on regular. On campus there, yeah. Yeah. So, no, he's. He'll I learn. Love, I love the authentic Italian, though. I, I do, too. That's, that's, yeah. that's next level. Like, Meat he pasta. was ready for that answer, even though he didn't know we were going to ask it, the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of eating. I had two Susie's biscuits this week. It's yeah, state tournament week. Up at the state tournament, I had yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, I had the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit on day number one on Friday morning, and then uh, Ryan Pritt bought me a. I had the BLT. Okay, BLT biscuit. biscuit. Yeah, hmm. I've never talked about that. good. Yeah, I bet. I mean, the BLT is right up there. Yeah, I've not. Uh, I've not had a BLT biscuit before what? anywhere. I've had a BLT sandwich, but I've you never had a biscuit now. I'm gonna have to try that. To be yeah. honest with you, I don't. I'm t- ten minutes from Susie's, yeah, and I never, I just never get around to venturing down there, even though we have an ice cream trailer literally right there right across the street. Yeah, so uh, I think it might be time for me to follow your lead. Yep, get on a biscuit. Right. So, but, yep, I recommend the BLT. Okay. Yeah, they're all good there. Yeah. I know guys that just like sausage biscuits and they swear up and down they're the greatest biscuits ever. I'm like, I put something on it other than sausage. Yeah. But to each their own. Yeah. What? It, okay, so we've had this discussion. Many people have had this discussion. You've had it with other people. I've had it with other people. Susie's versus Tudor's biscuits. Yeah. Analyze the difference between the two biscuits. The size. Yeah. I mean, I'm not down in Tudors. No, I don't eat Tudors biscuits not. too. I mean, yeah. But I just favor a Susie's biscuit. I mean, so the size is so big. Susie's is big. Yeah. Yeah. And the portions on that biscuit. Yeah. I mean, it's fills you up. Yeah. I always say it's a man's biscuit. <laughs> Gen- uh, generous. But I was. I'm, I don't know. I, I grew up going to Susie's. My dad, coal miner, you know, that's where he went. Right. You know, and 
it was the old, you know, he goes in and all his buddies are in there, and you know, and you, you, you know, you see the old guys. Mm-hmm. They come in, they get the coffee, the biscuit, they sit down, they talk politics and how they're going to change the world and how people need to do this. But that was it. Yep. That was Susie's for me, going there with my dad. So, yep. you know, fond memories growing up. Something so, to be said for that. But, you know, I go into Tudors and you see the same thing there. Yeah. So yeah. you go into McDonald's, you see the same thing there. Right. So, but that's just it for me. So, yeah. And it's a South Charleston company. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good company. Yep. So the tap's going. Well, renovation that you're not going to say, but yeah, we're doing some renovations. Exciting there. Um, some very important things for uh, the success of our business moving forward, and um, and then we have some some news coming out. We did have of uh, uh, some things that are um, going to happen in July, but we did have um, a new uh, eatery um, take over our um, kitchen. Brunch. Oh, okay, yeah, the kitchen, and uh, which we were preparing the brunch first six seven months of us uh, being in operation um and we decided to put busters or invite busters blazing grill which is a food truck uh, a friend of mine scott Hanna, is the owner and uh he lives in lincoln county now but he's from winfield and he he, he ventures in putnam county a lot and so in canal uh, mainly with this truck and so they take the they took the brunch over and basically took our menu and are doing it the exact same way yeah. and then adding their stuff. They added four or five things to the menu. And let me tell you, it's awesome. Uh, they got a brunch burger that is next level. I know a lot of people do brunch burgers, but this one is in between two pieces of French toast, sourdough bread. So, um, it's hard to beat that. Um, and then, uh, so are they just doing brunch? They're just doing on brunch Sunday? on Sundays. Bogey still has the okay. menu, uh, six days a week, uh, or, Five. yeah six days a week so monday <laughs> through saturday okay so yeah and the brunch is what time uh 10 to 2 10 to 2 10 to 2 on sundays yep so. sounds good yeah yeah ice cream still going well. check it out yeah we're in peak season now yeah it's warm people like getting out so uh, we're selling a lot of scoops um got three locations like we've talked about before south charleston St. Albans and Taste Valley. Yeah. So um, it's hard to mess up ice cream, Jack. Just scoop it. Yeah. And eat it. Just put it in whatever. I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so. good stuff there. Um, but, uh, you know, high school, wrap it up. We talked about that earlier. The State Boys Baseball Tournament yeah. at Power Park wrapped up this week. Uh, softball wrapped up last week. Um, Jefferson, Class AAA in softball. Yeah. So surprising. I watched the. I was surprised. I watched you know. the Jefferson John Marshall game. Yeah, and also the Lincoln County St. Albans game that mm-hmm. was played right after. And um, after watching the Jefferson John Marshall game, I, I thought, you know, this, I thought the state champion was Lincoln County or St. Albans. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, but kudos to them, I and mean, that's why we play the game. And yeah. it's tournament time; anything can happen. And Jefferson, um, they were able to to get it done. Yeah. And Pretty exciting. Softball is an exciting sport. We've talked about it before. Oh yeah, uh, it's growing. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's growing. I think it is just. I mean, it's big here in West Virginia, right? Especially really here in the southern part, in the Canal Valley. Yeah, you, get, you just got so many good teams. Yep. And of course, Herbert Hoover won Class Double A, defeated Winfield, fifth in a row for yep. Hoover. Yep. So. Shout I mean, out to Steve Hensley, though. Yeah. I mean, 
the fact that he got the girls there, yeah. you know, it's been a while. Unfortunate that uh, Macy Bogus yeah. kind of strained her arm and couldn't pitch that yeah. championship game. Yeah, dealt with some injuries there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, me and you both have um, a lot of – spent a lot of time in the Winfield community, and that community gets behind their teams, Oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I know that they were – Really excited for that softball team and that group of girls and those coachings. Uh, pretty awesome to see uh, Steve have that kind of success, and uh, he deserves it, you know. And I think they got the majority of that team coming back. They do. I think they're only losing two kids, right? Uh, Kennedy Dean, the catcher, is going to Youngstown State. Yeah. I think uh, maybe one more. I'm not 100% yeah, sure about that. So. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, even since Steve's been the head coach, they, they've done some facility upgrades over there, and mm -hmm. new press box, new concession mm -hmm. stand, uh, dugouts. So, I mean, the guys really put a lot of time and effort. Obviously, yeah. for those that don't know, he's a two-time state champion uh, baseball. baseball, you know, in the early to mid-2000s at Winfield. So, yeah. so uh, Class single A in uh, softball was Wahama, the White Falcons, they repeated from last year. So, and then we had, like I said, we had baseball this week wrapping up up at Power Park. And Class A, the big surprise, Charleston Catholic. They had a losing record overall. Yeah. But it's all about when you're playing well. Right. <laughs> and they were playing well at the end of the season. And uh, so they defeated Wahama 6-5. to five. Uh, That was a great game. Uh, Class AA, Logan, Wildcats, rolled. Um, they were the favorite coming in that tournament. They defeated Fairmont Senior 11 to six. Second uh, in a row for Logan. And then uh, Class AAA was Hurricane. Defeated George Washington. Now George Washington was a big surprise to get there. Yeah. Uh, upset St Albans in the sectional. Yep. And then uh, defeated Greenbrier East twice down in the regional mm -hmm. uh, to get there. And then a big upset of Jefferson. Right. Uh, Coach Lowry's been there forever. Yeah. I mean he's Mister Baseball here in the state of West Virginia when it comes to high school uh so it was a big win for george washington over jefferson but then kind of ran out of i think pitching kind of hurt him yeah going against hurricane hurricane defeated 11 nothing in five innings and uh redskins rolled that's right coach sutphin st albans native that's right there's ryan sutphin there's a lot of roads that lead to st albans <laughs> sutphin's a great guy i still think everybody comes from logan county though <laughs> no, that too that too but yeah, um, Hurricane gets the victory. I think that's their fourth state title. I believe so. There, yeah. And uh, no, I know. Uh, I mean, it's just a base. It's a baseball town. Yeah. You know? I mean, and it's another community that yeah. supports their teams. They do. Yeah. I mean, right. you do you remember the state basketball championship game when yeah. Lance Sutherland had the? Well, right? they went to triple overtime against in the semifinal against Hedgesville the night before that right. ended after midnight. Right. And, and then, then they had to turn around and play Huntington, which it went to double uh, double overtime. Double but do you remember the do you remember the Civic Center, the crowd? Yeah, I mean yeah. it was it looked like a W Marshall basketball game back when we used to mm -hmm. play them at the Civic Center, and yeah. it's like three fourths blue and gold or gold, and then yeah. pocket of green. Yeah. That's how it was. It was red, a yep. sea of red in the Civic. It was impressive that how many Hurricane fans were there. Yeah. Um, yeah, they get out and support. They do. So that's what we love about high school sports, though. You know, yeah. these communities that support their teams and support these kids and those coaches that, you know, put a lot on the line for um, just the love of the yeah. game and the, and the love of, you know, each other. So 
pretty awesome. Love high school sports. Yep. Um, of course, I'm going to get a rest here before football yeah. season starts. You, de- you deserve it. Yeah. Um, not sure what I'm going to do. Cut grass. That's about it. <laughs> Hopefully. Eat, eat a little bit of ice cream. Yeah, I got to get down there and get some ice cream. Go to the Yak Fest. Yep, Yak Fest. Uh, speaking of summer, you've got something going on in the summer. You've got a coach's clinic yeah. coming up. <clears throat> yeah, we've uh, got a coaching clinic uh, coming up. It's at West Virginia State, coinciding with the uh, summer shootout that we're doing. Yeah. Um, there are 20 teams coming uh, for the shootout. It'll be a two-day event, June 30th and July 1st. It's also coinciding with a referee camp that is going on um, where we've got referees from all over the state coming in. I'm sure people will be lined up to do that. <laughs> right. Well, they, they had good participation last year, and um, I do appreciate these guys coming in, trying yeah. to get better at their craft. And uh, they've got um, assigners and evaluators coming in to help them. They're running breakout sessions in classrooms, watching film of themselves, you know, doing all kinds of awesome things to try to get better. And coinciding with that is this coaching clinic that we have going on. Um, honestly, man, an awesome lineup of speakers. We've got Dwayne Osborne at University of Charleston. Um, he's going to be speaking about building a winning culture. Uh, Brian Poor, West Virginia State University, mm-hmm. is going to be speaking about building uh, practice plans. Very important uh, thing uh, for coaches to learn to, to do on Ryan Airwood at the University of Rio Grande is uh, talking about building a scouting report, mm-hmm. um, which we know that he's very good at. Thorough. Uh, very thorough. <laughs> that I've sat in his yeah. sessions before. So, um, And then Alan Osborne, um, Poca High School, uh, is talking about pack line defense. They had one of the better defensive – no, not one of the better – probably the best defensive team in the state last year in yeah. high school basketball in West Virginia. So talking about pack line defense and then really excited about this one, Jacob Gruse, uh, who is also a St. Alms native, uh, has won two out of the last three state championships in Virginia in um, class three, I believe. Uh, I could be wrong. But anyways, uh, he's going to be speaking about uh, quick hitters and special situations in the game of basketball. And then Brett Rector. Um, who is now the head coach at Salem University, and he'll be speaking about creating an offensive identity. So, you know, this is something we used to have a coaching clinic in the area when I was first coming up into coaching, and it's been – I think the Coaches Association put it on, and it's been a while since we've had one. But I just think that there's a huge need for a professional development opportunities around here for coaches that want that, you know, and – I think it's important as a coach to want that. You know, these guys that we're going to have the privilege of listening to have uh, – they've all been there, done that. They're championship coaches uh, at multiple different levels, and it's exciting that we have this opportunity here at State um, yeah. coming up in June, so June 30th. June 30th. That's the coaching clinic. So, Good stuff. Yes, sir. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Enjoyed it again. Awesome. We, we should do this more often. We should. Yeah, we talk about it. But I, th- I think we're actually to a point now where I think we can. Uh, yeah, schedules are slowing down. Yeah, the, uh, my last day at St. Almond's High School for the summer was this past Friday. And yeah. uh, so um, full-time business owner now. So for a little bit. We're always doing something. Yeah. <laughs> so but anyway, we want to thank Adam Williams who joined us today, the new assistant basketball coach for the men's basketball team at Marshall University. Um, making his spaghetti tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
the real way. The real way. Yes. The, the Italian. The Italian way. way. So but thank him for joining us. Uh, until next time, you've been listening to Biscuits, Brews, and Ball Podcasts with Jack Withrow and Brian England. See you.